Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, a Regina oat processor announces an expansion of more than $20 million. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Partly cloudy, 30% chance of flurries or rain showers late this afternoon. Wind northwest 20. The high today plus 3. Clearing late this evening. The low minus 9. Tomorrow sunny skies. Winds up to 15 kilometers per hour. The high tomorrow plus 5. Wind chill minus 14 in the morning. The low minus 6. Saturday partly cloudy. The high plus 5. 60% chance of evening flurries and windy. The low minus 4. Sunday cloudy. 60% chance of flurries and windy. The high minus 4. The low minus 9. Monday, partly cloudy and melting again, the high plus 3, the low minus 8. Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high plus 2, the low minus 7. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high minus 2. Normal high is minus 5, the normal low minus 16. The sun rose at 748. This morning it sets at 635 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is Maple Creek at plus 5 right now. The cold spot, Nipawin at minus 13. Estevan is minus 1, Saskatoon minus 4, Swift Current plus 1, Weyburn plus 1, and Yorkton minus 8. In Regina with sunny skies, it's 0, that's 32 Fahrenheit, Windsor from the west at 12. Humidity 78%, the barometer dropping 102.0. Sunny and Moose Jaw plus 4, Windsor from the west at 17. Once again, Regina sunny and 0, that's 32 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Regina-based Avena Foods has announced construction of an oat processing plant for over $20 million just south of the Queen City near Rowett. Avena Foods CEO Gord Flighton says work begins this spring on the plant, which should open next year. He says the expansion will more than double the current production capacity of gluten-free oats for the company, which is seeing significant growth in demand every year. We plan to start this spring as soon as we can. And what's the cost of construction? We're going to invest more than $20 million at the Rowett site. So it's being built near Rowett. That's just south of Regina. When do you hope to open it? We hope to open it sometime in the latter part of 2021. So that obviously depends, like every construction project, on uh, the contractors lining up and the weather weather being cooperative, but that's the plan. Tell me a little bit about the oat processing business. That's what the facility will do? Yes, the uh, Avena Foods was started by a group of pedigree seed farmers who wanted to provide the market with gluten-free oats. So oats are naturally gluten-free, but the issue is preventing them from being contaminated. So you have to make sure that there's no wheat, durum, barley, or other gluten-containing crops in them. And it's a very sophisticated quality control process that we operate. Uh, we call it the uh, Avena Purity Protocol. It's a start clean, stay clean 
system uh, that starts from the seed farmers put in the ground all the way through to delivering the product to the to the customer. So the, this was a group of visionary farmers who started it more than 10 years ago, and uh, as most people I think are aware, the the demand for gluten-free products and generally healthy products. It's not just about gluten-free, but oats are very very safe, um, healthy ingredient for all kinds of foods. So the business has grown a lot over the last decade to the point where we need to construct a second mill, and that's what we're going to do. So where's the first mill? The first mill is in Regina, and we're going to we're going to keep that. Uh, and so this will be this will more than double our production capacity when we add the second mill. And what will be the capacity, the amount of bushels of oats you use every year at the new Rowett facility? Yeah, we we actually uh, we, we we don't talk about the total capacity, but the business the business is certainly growing enough that uh, that we are we are going to double it. Uh, it what it really means for farmers is we we buy oats at a premium price from a several dozen farmers now and so for those farmers that we already deal with there's going to be an opportunity to do some more volume with us and we're going to be looking for additional farmers both conventional and organic uh, who are able to supply us with gluten-free oats. Where do you sell this? We sell it all over the world. The majority of our sales are into the United States but we do make sales on six continents now the only one is of course is Antarctica where we don't make any sales but we're selling more and more into Europe we do sell into Canada as well uh, Canada is an important market for us and we've started to make sales into Asia and Australia is it considered just a health food or is it more than that it is more than that. I mean, oats generally are being consumed more and more. People are looking for new types of healthy foods that they can they can eat either, you know, in, in traditional ways uh, like oatmeal and granola bars and so on, but also in new types of foods and beverages. Oat beverages that are a dairy replacement for a lot of people are really growing in popularity. Uh, they're they're good taste, they're nutritious, and environmentally they're very friendly um, as well, say compared to something like almond milk. So the markets are really good, and uh, the products that they're that it's going into it continues to diversify. How much is demand increasing every year? We've seen double-digit demand for several years, increases in demand for several years now, so more than 10% a year in our sales, and I think that other processors are seeing the same. Gord Flayton is the CEO of Regina-based Avena Foods. Agri-News has been brought to you by McDougal Auctioneer's Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best, online at mcdougalauction.com. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And the REMAX Crown Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. Saskatchewan wheat producers are adding their voice to concerns about recent rail shipping disruptions and impact on grain movement. Sask Wheat Chair Brett Halstead says there's a huge backlog of grain shipments for overseas customers and he's worried it may turn foreign buyers to competitors for reliable supply. The ongoing effects of these are going to continue, and we've recently heard some of our major uh, importing countries are, are having other concerns too around the, our reliability to get our products to them in a timely manner. And when they have big mills that 
and they feed large populations, they can't suddenly not have their grain showed up, show up for for millions of customers. And our reliability is as a, as a consistent shipper is really under question. And you know, some of these blockades have started to be cleared, but our problems could last for weeks or months after you know, with the backlog in shipping. My understanding is it can take months for this backlog to clear. Absolutely. And and if we lose a customer, we may never get them back, or it may take years to get them back. And that's just all paid for by farmers in the end. And, you know, I think it's very important that farmers and farm groups begin to talk to their politicians about the importance of and we have started this discussion, and it has been ongoing, but I think we need to continue it, of just the importance of being a reliable shipper and being able to get our, our grain to our, our export markets in a timely fashion. Have you heard of any prairie elevators starting to get plugged? Yeah, there has been some of that. I've heard a little bit about it. Uh, one elevator locally here had cars sitting that were full, and they were beginning to fill their elevator up with no signs of their next set of cars. You're just hoping that this can all be settled quickly. I understand there's 50 grain ships waiting at the West Coast right now. Yeah, and my understanding is 24 is kind of the average or the normal number, so that's about double. And, you know, if you've got rail cars sitting on sidings in Western Canada because there's a backlog everywhere in the system and not just for grain products, it just takes a while to get everything moving and flowing smoothly and and when you lose a couple of weeks of shipping, you just can't catch up overnight. Brett Halstead farms at Nokomis and is chair of Sasquheat. A new pilot project will see participating farmers pay a trailing royalty to the seed developer on three new varieties. A seed variety use agreement is being launched this spring by the Canadian Seed Trade Association and the Canadian Plant Technology Agency. Lauren Hadley is the executive director of the Canadian Plant Technology Agency a prototype that will allow producers to purchase seed of varieties and if they reuse that variety on their farm they are able to direct a payment directly back to the breeding and distribution developer of that variety. Seed companies say Canada is falling behind on new crop research. There needs to be more flow back to breeding institutions to incentivize more investment in breeding in many crops, uh, virtually every open pollinated crop in Canada. Royalty rates on the three new seed varieties in the pilot project will be set in the coming weeks. At this point, there'll be two wheats and a, and a soybean. There is a possibility for some more. The plan is for us to run the pilot, work it in the real-world situations, analyze it, evaluate it, and measure it. And as you go through, it will take two full seasons before we're able to actually say that the pilot, we know everything about how the pilot operates. An electronic platform will track purchases as well as the use of farm-saved seed in subsequent years. As we told you yesterday, five Prairie Wheat and Barley Commissions, including Sask Wheat and Sask Barley, Alberta Wheat Commission and Alberta Barley, do not support that pilot program. Sask Wheat says the pilot is separate from the federal government's consultation process on a new seed royalty structure, which has already generated heated discussions about the right to use farm-saved seed. Saskweed is worried such a system could potentially be used on publicly funded varieties. 
The five Wheat and Barley Commission say it's critical for Agriculture Canada to complete the consultation process with producers who want assurances any extra money is being used to advance varietal development. Saskatchewan Agriculture Minister David Merritt is encouraging cattle and hog producers to consider livestock price insurance. Merritt says the program enables producers to protect themselves against unexpected price declines. He says calf price insurance policies are now available. Producers can choose from a range of coverage options every Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. While feeder and feed price insurance policies are available year-round, the deadline to purchase calf price insurance is May 28th. It covers the risk for cow-calf producers who usually sell calves in the fall. The Western Livestock Price Insurance Program provides producers with protection against an unexpected drop in the market prices on cattle and hogs. I'd like to remind livestock producers calf price insurance policies are now available for the purchase until the end of May. In these times of market uncertainty and adverse weather conditions, agriculture risk management planning is important for the Saskatchewan producers. I am confident in SCIC's entire suite of business risk management programs. This is why there will be no ad hoc programming. I want to encourage producers to reach out to SCIC staff to discuss how to, to customize their risk management options. Merritt points out SCIC has 21 customer service offices across Saskatchewan. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall as Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And brought to you by Nelson GM, Assiniboia and Avonlea. If you are a Costco member, get huge savings on current 2019 and 2020 SUVs right now. Grain prices were showing downward movement in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola fell $0.10 cents at $409.88. Oats dropped 73 cents at 182.51. Number one red spring wheat decreased 55 cents at $220.38. The rest were unchanged. Durham 266.39. Feed barley 175.66. Flax 535.79. Lentils 482.50. Yellow peas 249.89. Feed wheat 186.37. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, May spring wheat fell four and a half cents at five twenty-five and a half cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn livestock auctions. Call Assiniboia six four two forty one eighty or Weyburn eight four two forty five seventy four. And brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia or Schlamp's Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. This is the market report for the Cinnaboy Livestock Auction for the week of February 27th. We sold over 1,500 head of cattle this week. Cows and bulls were stronger. D1 or 2 cows sold between 85 and 95 cents. D3 cows 75 to 85 cents. Butcher bulls sold from $1.05 to $1.20. Steer calves 500 pounds to 550 averaged $2.32 a pound, sold up to $2.45. 550 to 600 pounds steers averaged $2.26 a pound sold up to $2.34. At $600 to $650 pound steers average $2.16 a pound sold up to $2.32. $650 to $700 pound steers average $2.04 a pound sold up to $2.15. $700 to $800 pound steers average $1.91 sold up to $2.10 a pound. And $800 to $900 pound steers average $1.77 sold up to $1.90. Heifers were $0.25 to $0.30 cents back. 
and always will be by the look of it. Some of the highlights of the sale were the Duckworth Black Angus Steers, a load of 600-pound Black Angus Steers at $2.32 a pound, a load of 760-pound Black Angus Steers at $2.10 a pound, and three loads of 760-pound Black Angus Steers at $1.90 a pound. We had a load of 720-pound Black Steers from the LeBron Ranch at $2.02 a pound and a load of 800-pound town steers at $1.83. The cattle futures were crashing all around us, but our prices held up reasonably well, considering all the gloom and doom. We had cattle in, good cattle in, and they were well sorted with 80 pounds difference in weight in each load. You can't get that anywhere else, and if you compare our prices to anywhere else this week, you will see why the extra money is always in the sort. This has been Roy Rutledge reporting from Canada's legendary auction market. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices for SIG 5 TCP BP2, 131.36 per CKG. For BP4 TCP4, it's $141.64 per 100 kilos. The outlook, partly cloudy, 30% chance of flurries or rain showers late this afternoon. Wind northwest 20, the high plus 3. Clearing late this evening, the low minus 9. Tomorrow sunny, winds up to 15K, the high plus 5. Wind chill minus 14 tomorrow morning, the low minus 6. In Regina, sunny and zero, that's 32 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.